Welcome to Talks with Trav with your host, Travis Diamond. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's a beautiful day here in Tallahassee, Florida. The weather's cooling off, which is a great sign. That means I'm not going to sweat just by going outside to check my mail. It gets hot around here in the summer, and I'm very excited for some cooler weather. And, you know, to be honest, I'm, I'm also very excited for this episode of my podcast. I have been working on building this episode for a little while now. I got some feedback from from some friends, some family, some fans of the podcast, people that I don't even know directly. I'm excited to share with you the steps that I've taken and some of the steps that other people have shared with me that they've taken in building their confidence. Before I dive in, you, you may notice that my volume of podcast has seen an uptick in a, a little and that is coming directly as a result of me building my confidence and my abilities as a podcast host. Uh, most of them are episodes of me doing a monologue. However, I am working very hard on getting guests on. Very soon I will have s- several guests. I'm, my, my goal is to do at least one a week of a monologue and then at least one a week of having a guest on and having some very good, in-depth, interesting conversation that allows you to help improve the quality of your life and the life of those around you, which, as you know, is the entire purpose of this podcast. It's it's not to just hear myself talk. It's to provide valuable content and information that you can apply to your life and make significant changes. The way that I've taken this information I'm sharing with you, applied it to my life, and yielded great results. Now, with all that being said, I have one more thing that I want to want to say, or it's more of a request, if you will, of you, the listener, before I dive in, and that is simply this. If you find value in this podcast, please share the episode. Leave a comment on the post where you saw it and tell me what your favorite takeaway was. What are some of the things that you're going to apply in building your confidence or some of the things that you do to develop your confidence? You know, if, if you do find that value, leave a review. The reviews are how I climb the rankings in the search cues. When people type in certain keywords, uh, various podcasts will come up and the ones with the best reviews are the ones that you will see first. So because of the people who have left reviews already, I've been very fortunate to have my podcast exposed to people all over the world and all over the nation. And it's it's great because I get to connect with people that I never would in my wildest dreams imagine connecting with and understand their life a little bit better and understand their culture a little bit. And, you know, and the goal is to have some of those folks come on to my podcast and have some in-depth real conversations. It's This podcast is not just about personal development. I know that's the prime focus. It's not just about life advice or health advice. I, I want to have real genuine conversations and talks with people to get a better understanding of the human being. That's my goal, to, to have the best version of a human experience I can have. So with all that being said, thank you again for those who have already reviewed or left reviews on my podcast. It's truly appreciated. And if you have not, take a few seconds, go ahead and leave a review. I want an honest review. If you think it sucks, tell me it sucks. If you think it's brilliant, tell me it's brilliant. I don't care either way. I want honest feedback. That's how I grow my my abilities, and that's how I grow my platform. So with all that being said, let's dive in now. Building confidence is one of those things that you hear all about. You got to have confidence. You got to have confidence. Well, well, how do you do that? How do you develop confidence? 
Well, I mean, there's no one size fits all answer is that's a very much a theme on my on my podcast is there is no one side fit, size fits all. There is no cookie cutter answer to any of life's questions. It is very unique and personal to the individual situation and the individual themselves. So let's talk a little bit about confidence. What What is confidence? To me, confidence is it's that thing, that innate understanding of yourself and your abilities internally that display themselves in an external manner. It is the thing that gives you the comfortability or the willingness to do hard things, to go out and do things that you might not normally expect to do or you might not be expected to do by others. Confidence is that thing that makes you more attractive. And I don't just mean in like a, a sexual, romantic way. I mean more attractive to jobs, to friends, to family. So I'll give you an example. When I was in leadership at the hospital, one of the, the conversations I would have with my boss is around what to do when I didn't have the answer for something. And she insisted that I never, never, ever made it aware to my staff, my team, that I did not know the answer to something. If nothing else, just say, hey, um, I, I'm working on something right now. I'll get back with you in a little bit. And, and then get the answer and get back to them. I always found that bizarre because it made it, made to me my perspective was me telling them that is telling them that hey what I'm working on is more important than what you're coming to me it's more important than you so at my convenience I'll get back to you and I and it never sat well with me and that's so I decided not to do it um what I did instead was when someone would come to me with a question that I didn't have the answer to because mind you my job was to paint the vision for my team and lead them to success. It was not to be an encyclopedia of information. It was not to know everything at any at the drop of a hat. That was not my job. My job was to be a leader. And being a leader is being human. So I would always say they would come to me, "Hey Travis, what is this?" or "How sh- what's the policy on this or how should I do that?" I decided to start saying, "You know, that's a great question, and I'm really not sure the exact answer." but let's figure it out together real quick. You got a second? And that tells them right then, I'm human. I don't know everything, but I am more than willing to learn. And that encourages them to be more than willing to learn. It also tells them, hey, I don't care what I was doing before you walked in here. You were my primary focus, and I'm going to get the answer you need before you walk away. We're going to not only do that, but we're going to do it together. So we're learning at the same time. We're learning together. You and I are learning hand-in-hand something that neither one of us know. It is leading from the front by example. It is not pretending to be all-knowing and telling them that they're inconveniencing you and you'll get to them at your time. And as a result of me confidently saying, you know, that's a great question, but I'm not sure the answer. Let's figure it out together. People came to me with a lot more, and they had a tremendous amount of respect for me, and the relationships got better as a result of being transparent, being confidently uncertain of the answer i don't know but i'm willing to find it out and i bet we can do it together so that's just one example from a professional setting of how you can be confident and not know everything but confidently answer a question to be more appealing to your team right so now let's go ahead and dive into the list um you know it's funny because i I put out a, a question on my social medias and asked hey what are some of the things that you do to build confidence and I got several answers, but one of them, my friend John, shout out John Irving, 
uh, he responded by saying, doing what you say you do, or doing what I'd, I say I would do. And I say it's funny because that is the number one thing on my list of ways to build confidence is doing whatever it is that you commit to doing. So if you say, I'm going to get up at five in the morning, then get up at five in the morning. You do that enough, you'll have confidence. If you say, I'm going to make 10 extra sales calls every day, you do that long enough, you'll build confidence. If it is, I'm going to show up and make sure that I clean the house for my wife or clean the dishes before I go to bed or I'm going to I'm going to not get irritated with my kids as quickly as I normally do. I'm going to I'm going to take a breath when my son asks me for the 37th time to watch him do something. I'm I'm going to be be calmer in traffic. I I mean that's one of my biggest challenges. Like just not being angry when someone cuts me off or I'm driving down the interstate and I see someone driving erratically because they're texting on their phone and I've got my family in the car. Um, you know, it's it can be, I'm going to eat healthy in, instead of eating that bowl of cereal or instead of eating those donuts from Dunkin' Donut or getting the whatever from Starbucks that's got 700 calories. And I mean, not that calories are bad, but it's all the other things that are in there. But whatever the case may be, just honoring your commitments, doing what you say you're going to do. You know, John's a writer, and I'm sure one of the things that he says is, I'm going to write X number of pages every day. Him doing that will make him significantly more confident in his writing, and his writing ability will get better as a result. That's the thing about confidence. When you do something with confidence, your end result is significantly better. So, Pick something small. Start with something small. It doesn't have to be changing the world. It doesn't have to be running a marathon. It can be, I'm going to go for a walk every day before I go to work or after work or after dinner or whatever. Just something small. If you want to start your health journey, find a couple of things that you can do. Showing up at the gym every day is a great start. You don't have to go for an hour and have a brutal workout. Just show up every day, right? Uh, the next thing is, I mean, it aligns with the first one, is taking the action. Make a decision on what you're going to do and then take action upon it. You know, it's it's if, if I say I'm going to do something, I'm taking the action to back it. So those two go hand in hand. Um, now, this one is a lesson that I learned. And it was it was a little weird for me because I didn't understand the concept of it. So confidence comes after you get good at something or after you start yielding the results right and what that means is you have to take action and do things and suck at it and improve your skills learn from where you messed up and got it wrong and get better and then once you start succeeding you will be confident see there's a difference in belief in yourself and confidence I used to believe that I was capable of running a half a marathon. And I worked my way up to it, developing the confidence, right? But when I ran, made my first attempt at a half marathon, my belief did not carry me through. It was freaking ridiculously painstaking. I had belief that I could do it, and me putting in the work leading me up to that point is what gave me the confidence to be able to do it. Now, the first time I did it, I, before that, prior to that 13.1 miles, it was nine miles was the most I had ran, right? So there's a four-mile four difference there. And, I'm, and I read somewhere, well, if you can run this many, then you can run that many. It's no, no, no big deal, no difference, really. 
And so I went in with belief that I could do it. And I did it, and it took a lot longer than I thought it would. It was a lot harder than I thought it would be. But let me tell you, the second time I ran, I had the confidence in my abilities, and I had the understanding and the lessons from my previous effort in running that, and I shaved off like 40 minutes from my half marathon time. I had the confidence in my ability because I had done it, because I got good at doing something. I got better and better each day. And that's what you have to do. You have to understand that the confidence will come once you get good at something. You may be confident in your willingness to do it, but confidence in your ability to do it will arise down the road. And you got to be patient with that, right? Um, the next thing, man, you, you really, you absolutely have to have belief in yourself. That ties into what I was saying. I'm, I was never confident in my ability to have a successful podcast or that it would impact anyone's life, but I believed in myself. I believed that if I showed up every day and put in the work and took consistent action and did what I say I was going to do, I would develop the confidence. Again, believing in yourself is not the same as having confidence in your ability to do something, but they go hand in hand and you must first have the belief that you are willing to do something before you can ever have the confidence confidence in your ability to do it. The next one, very simply, you got to build momentum. Again, I, I talk about this all the time. Ride the momentum, the wave of momentum from your win to your next win. It is very hard to build momentum, but it's very easy to maintain it. Once you get a win, once you make your bed in the morning, if you will, or once once you wake up an hour earlier than you normally would to give yourself time to become awake and alive and, and happier with your existence before going to work, you're going to have the better day, right? Once you start doing those things, those little micro wins, once you start stacking wins, you really got to stack them. You have to build that momentum. And the best way to do that is to start small. The ripple effects eventually turn into tidal waves as long as you keep going. And that leads me to the next thing. You got to overcome your failures. You can't let failure derail you. You're not going to get it right every day. You're not going to get it right every time. No one is perfect. We are not robots that are going to magically do everything 100% accurately every day, second of the day. It is not going to happen, and there's no sense in pursuing that perfection, that level of perfection. Pursue improvement, not perfection. That's what I always say, because if you improve enough today, then you will be closer tomorrow to perfection than you've ever been, and you keep doing that and doing that and doing that. Now, understand the pursuit of perfection is never ending because perfection is unattainable. So you're going to have failure. So you got to get comfortable in those failures and learning to overcome them. I made an episode a few episodes back specifically about overcoming failure that if you're struggling with your failures in life and on how uh, how to overcome them and what how to take away lessons to improve them and to not fail in that area again, I highly encourage you to go back and listen to that. Um, there's a lot of really good content in there. Now, I, I talk about setting goals a lot as well, and that's one of the things you got to do to build confidence. You got to set goals and you got to accomplish them. Y- your goal doesn't have to be to make a million dollars by the end of the year. Your goal can be start paying off one of my debts that I owe to a credit card company or go open a savings account. So many people don't even have savings accounts. Go open a savings account. Start putting a little bit of money in there. 
Maybe you want to spend an extra 30 minutes around bedtime with your child. Or maybe you want one of your goals is to just have morning tea or coffee with your wife or your husband or whatever, right? Your significant other, your partner. Maybe, maybe one of your goals is to park at the back of the parking lot for work and, and get an extra two to 300 steps in every morning. Maybe one of your goals is to make your bed before you leave for the day. When you get out of bed, make it. It does not matter the goal. When you set a goal and you accomplish the goal on a consistent basis, your confidence improves. And your confidence, when you, when you improve your confidence in that area, you build momentum across the board. And when you ride the wave of momentum, that confidence spills over into other areas of your life. There's, these are all connected, guys. These are the consistent themes that I am sharing with you. You can start small. It's okay. But once your confidence is going, here's the next part. Do the hard thing. Now, there's no definition of what the hard thing is. Well, I guess there is. The hard thing is is an incredibly personal thing because, you know, I know people that can barely run 500 feet. So running a quarter mile would be very hard for them, right? But for me, that's that's not a problem. I, I mean, for me, making an extra 10 sales calls is hard to do because I have a hard time sitting on the phone doing sales. It's, it's very uncomfortable for me. It's unpleasant. But some people make hundreds of calls a day and they don't mind at all, right? You got to find what's hard for you. Find that next level and do it. Once you start making your bed, may, maybe it's time to clean your room or or do the dishes that you use to make breakfast before you leave for the day. Once you park in the back of the parking lot and walk those few extra hundred steps in the morning, maybe at lunch you go out and take a lap around the complex where you work, or or maybe after you get home from work you go walk in your neighborhood or in your apartment complex or wherever you live, wherever's reasonable. Or, you know, maybe once you do... 10 push-ups in the morning, you push it to do 15. Or if you implement a breathing practice where you do one round of that breathing session, maybe do three. Whatever it is, if you start paying off one of your debts, really look at it because finances is a hard thing to look at, especially when you're in the negative. When you're in the hole, it's hard to accept. It's hard to look at. So maybe look at your finances and Form an actual plan. Once you start paying off one, the smallest one, once you get that down, look at it and figure out your next few steps. You don't have to have all the answers, but do what's hard for you. And that is you define hardness, right? You define what's hard. But the reality is if you consistently only do things that are not truly challenging and forcing you to level up and you're like, oh, yeah, this is hard for me, but you know deep down it's not, you're not building confidence, you're building false confidence, you're building a facade, you're building a lie, and that only makes things worse. So do the hard thing. And sometimes doing the hard things requires you to learn new skills. I spend a lot of my day, a lot of time, getting better at things and learning new things. Like before I did a podcast, I didn't even know how to connect a microphone to a computer. That's not necessarily a skill, it's just plug a few cords in, right? But I surely didn't know how to record a podcast and how to format the podcast to make it be able to go to all these different platforms. And I didn't know how to 
put together my podcast, the content within it, to make it flow good. I didn't know how to go in and edit a podcast. I didn't know how to record a video at a good angle to where I can cut it down into clips and post them to help bring new viewers to my podcast. I didn't know how to do any of that stuff. But those are all skills that I've learned. When I started dating my wife, I didn't know how to live with another person. Like, especially someone I was in a romantic relationship with. I'd never done it. I didn't know how to have hard conversations with someone that I care deeply about. Be it me receiving the hard information or me giving it. I didn't know how to change a diaper before I ever changed a diaper. I didn't. I didn't know how to cadence my breathing with my steps to ensure a better heart rate as I'm running a distance. I didn't know how to prepare my meals and eat a certain way to get a certain body type, certain results. I learned new skills. I learned you have to get that knowledge. This is one of the things that um, someone had said in response, Oakley, Oakley Lawrence, shout out to you for your feedback on me asking how you build confidence. He said knowledge and full effort. This is how you do that. You you watch somebody else do it. You l- listen to somebody explaining it. You read how to do it. Whatever it is, you learn how to do something. You develop the knowledge that it takes to do it, and then you go and do it. You know, um, one of the things that I do in my spare time is I take furniture, old wood furniture, and I sand it down and I refinish it. I make it beautiful again, and. I had no idea how to use a sander or how to go about applying finish or any of the nuances with that or how to to use a certain cloth to make sure all the, the dust from everything is gone and to make sure everything looks good. I didn't know how to do any of that. But I learned by reading, by watching videos. Those YouTube is a is a whelp of knowledge. There is so much knowledge on YouTube, it's not even funny. How to whatever, and you got it. Google the same thing. That's how you learn new things. You seek the things, the the skill sets that you need to have to accomplish your goals, to do the hard things, and you learn them. You, you get an understanding of it. And you also do the same thing to improve upon the skills that already exist. I've been a solid communicator most of my adult life, and I've learned how to improve those skills. Like when, for example, public speaking. I used to be terrified of public speaking. But somewhere along the way, it became necessary for me to accomplish my goals. So I started watching people give presentations, not to hear the presentation, but to understand their delivery, their tonality, the interaction and engagement they have with the audience, when they would say things and pause versus when they would say things and go to the next thing, when they would slow down to really drive a point home and when when they would talk with passion when when they would share a personal story versus sharing information what their body language look like what are some key phrases they use to regain attention or to make command the room i would watch things and i would improve upon a skill that i already had public speaking when i first started doing it i would talk in rooms of 10 or 12 people and then I got to a point where I was leading teams and I would speak publicly in front of over 100 people and then I would have to have a, a session where I'm explaining a process to the administrative team of a hospital 
that's a different type of pressure because these are the C-suite people, the, the people that make the big money, that control everything. And if you're not confident in your ability when you go in there, they're going to see it because they deal with people all day. That's why they're in the position they're in because they, they know how to look at someone. They, they read people very well as what I'm getting at. So you have to improve upon your skills. It does not matter what it is. If you're cooking the first time you try to make an over-medium egg, I guarantee that yolk will bust. So you don't stop. You might scramble that one, but the next day or the next time you go back and you keep flipping until you get it right or you learn you learn a new technique, right? I, I started when I, I used to cook at Waffle House. When I cooked at Waffle House, I started learning how to flip eggs. I, there was a piece of bread in the in the pan and I would flip it, just make sure it just flipped over one time. And I got really good at that bread. Then we put an egg in there. And then I got really good after a few eggs at that. And I improved upon the skill that I already had, right? To kind of change gears and take the responsibility of building your confidence off of you a little bit, I highly recommend surrounding yourself with people that will encourage you and people that are confident in themselves already. When you are surrounded by people that exude confidence, you understand how they behave, they how they act, and what they do to have that, and you start mim- mimicking or mirroring that. You start doing the same things. I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. If you want to get better at baseball, but you're hanging out with football players, guess what's not going to happen? Go find the baseball players. If you're a pitcher, your three to five best friends should also be pitchers that are better than you. If you're a businessman and you want to learn how to have better business, spend time with confident businessmen that are successful. It doesn't matter what the area you're trying to improve in, improving your confidence. If it's just generally, just find people. Odds are they're going to be successful in whatever endeavor they do. They're going to be people that are physically fit. They're going to be people that have a happy life, a positive mindset and outlook on life, and try to surround yourself with them. Go join a a group. You don't have to be like, hey, you want to be my friend? You're confident. Go join a martial arts class or there's tons of these um, community connection type of events. Um, I can't remember what they're called off the top of my head, but the networking events, things like that, where you can go meet with successful, confident people. And even though you're not spending every second of the day with them, spending those few hours a week with them does wonders as well, as long as you're there and you're fully entrenching yourself in that area, right? So one of the other things that I like to do, and this is something that was uh, given in, in a roundabout way, listening to encouraging stuff. What I mean by that is listen to motivational speaking that encourages you to work through the hardships that gives you the, the the energy and the willingness and the state of mind to get better, right? To to push and persevere. Listen to the self-help and professional development that gives you the tools you need to do it. Find some affirmations. One of the people, Alyssa, that responded to the question I asked about building confidence, she said that she reads and writes affirmations that resonate with her each day. And I think that's awesome. And to add on to that, listen to them. That's what I do. I started listening to them. Affirmations were one of the first steps I took in building my confidence. I would read them. I had an affirmations book. Um, I would listen to them over and over again. And I started writing them. And there's a couple of them that I still to this day that I wrote that I say almost every day and have for over a decade. 
when it works, don't don't change it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. The old saying goes. So that's a great thing to do. Um, listen, read, and write those positive, encouraging things. Uh, the the next thing, honestly, just push yourself, challenge yourself every day. If you did something this way, this efficiently, see, think about how you can do it better. Spend time with in, in thought and say, okay, I, I recorded this podcast and here were the results. How could I do that better? Maybe, maybe I could be more direct in this approach or maybe I should share a, a couple stories here and there instead of just giving piece of advice after piece of advice. Make it relatable. That's what I'm trying to do with this episode is share more stories. Uh, maybe I need to get more people involved with it other than just me. That's something else that I'm doing to push myself to be better as a podcaster. I'm seeking the, the help and the knowledge and the insight and perspective of others to share with you as well. Instead of having people on, which I plan to do, instead of doing that, I am still sharing what they have shared with me, with you, in the hopes that it helps you. So then, you know, like, like I said, you have to take steps out of your comfort zone to build confidence. Another way, one of my favorite ways to do that is being artistic. You need to develop your artistic and your creativity, creative abilities. Maybe it's watching a Bob Ross episode and painting it. Maybe it's writing a poem or playing an instrument. Or maybe it's gardening. It doesn't matter what it is. Maybe, maybe you, you like to work with wood or maybe, maybe you're an inventor. Those are all great, great ways to build your confidence. Because when you're creative, you get into a flow state and it feels good. And you can that can spill over into other areas of your life. You have to, at least for me and a lot of men, that creative side of things, it's, it's like, oh, I don't, I don't know about that. But I tell you what, if you can write a good poem or maybe write a good song or maybe play an instrument good or paint good or you, you have a beautiful garden at home, I bet you can kill it on a sales call because your creativity is required on a sales call. Sometimes people don't follow the script. They don't. The person you're talking to doesn't know that there's a script they're supposed to follow and you don't have the time or ability or there's not a part of the script that tells you how to answer that question. That's when you have to be creative. Sometimes in leadership or even as a, as a team member, sometimes your boss may come to you with something that you're not prepared to answer and you have to come up with a creative solution. Or maybe your team member comes to you as a leader and you have to be creative in coming up with a solution. As I said earlier, I was creative in my decision to say, I don't know that answer. That's a great question, but let's figure it out together. You know, that, that is a creative resolution instead of lying and misleading your team, right? So developing your creativity in other areas allows it to spill over into the areas where you need that more, more confidence. One of the other things that someone shared, Tyler Wynn shared, shout out to Tyler, he said that it starts with gratitude. When you're, when you're grateful for something, it's very easy to, or it's easier, I should say, to, to go in because you remember why you're doing something. And you're willing to push through the hard times, and that's when the confidence comes in. When you do the hard stuff, 
and you improve upon it, that's when the confidence comes in. So starting from a place of gratitude, I think that's beautiful advice because when you start with a place from a place of gratitude, your day is better, your mindset is better, your interactions with others is better, your results are better. Everything is better when you start from a place of gratitude. Write a gratitude list or just when things are hard, remember why you're doing it and what you have to be grateful for. And then you can develop it from there, right? Do the hard stuff. You have to be willing to show up every day and do the hard stuff. That's that's what it's about. That's how you develop your confidence. So I've shared several examples or ways that I have built my confidence in life and some of the things that others have shared with me on how they build their confidence. And I have no doubts that listening to this, if you take some notes and you apply some of the tactics or methods that I've talked about here, you too will be able to improve your confidence. And the thing is, it doesn't matter where your confidence level lies right now. You can think that your confidence is at an all-time high, but there's always ways to be more confident. Don't ever think that you have so much confidence you don't need to become more confident. And so there is definitely a line between arrogance and confidence. Um, and, and I can, I guess I'll explain the difference. Arrogance is when you come in as if you're better than someone because of your confidence. When you have confidence in something, you do it not comparing yourself to others. That would be the difference. When you're arrogant, you make the comparison to try to feel better or to make people think that you are above them. No one likes an arrogant asshole. And, and that's a hard lesson that I've learned because I've had multiple people tell me over the years that I'm arrogant. And that's never how I've intended to come across, but that's their perspective and my actions is what caused that. So I've had to, had to balance on the line between arrogant and confident. And I, I would much rather not stay away from the line and be closer to the line of confidence than to be anywhere near the line of arrogance. So just a little a little piece of advice there. Now, with all that being said, that's what I have for you today. I hope you guys found value in this. If you did, please share the episode. Leave a review. Um, that Again, that's how we grow. Your support is greatly appreciated. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. I hope you truly find value in it. And if you did, please send me a message or leave a comment letting me know what your favorite part of this was, how you build confidence, or what you're taking away to apply. And let me know the results in a couple of months after you've applied it. Again, thank you so much for your time. It's greatly appreciated. Y'all take care.